If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. I mean, it sucks. Those guys not respecting us. Um, They come into Lincoln and think that, you know, they can win this with ease and um, that this isn't even a little rivalry, you know. Definitely hurts, but, I mean, we just use that as momentum. And I think uh, the guys are really focused in, dialed in, that this is a big week. We really want to show everybody that we're here. Uh, Well, we're looking forward to the matchup. You know, it's a Black Friday game, and, um, you know, we're excited to play them. Really, that's all it comes down to. They've beaten us the last four times, and and, – we're excited to go out and have another game to play this this Friday. Uh, we we got a lot of respect for their program. And they're consistent. They're solid. They're tough. They're physical. I got a lot of respect for uh, Coach Ferentz. He's he's been a good friend and uh, acquaintance for a long time. I think he does things the right way. Uh, so we're playing a good team. Look forward to renewing that in a few years and having it be the last game of the year every year with us sharing a border with them. I think that makes sense. But again, rivalries are usually for fans. Um, we need to focus on trying to accomplish a mission and welcome here to this special edition of the Husker online show we're a little earlier here for you all this week as it is a short week for everybody in this country as we get ready for the Thanksgiving holiday and most importantly Black Friday football here in Lincoln it's Nebraska in Iowa the ninth time these teams have met since joining the Big Ten Conference, Iowa has won the last four. They want, they're want they now up in the series 5-3, to three, and that was after Bo Pelini handed Mike Riley a 3-1 to one series lead. So this has uh, been a series uh, that Iowa has controlled, and they're once again the favorites again here coming into Memorial Stadium on Saturday. Now next year, guys, this series will take a little bit of a break. Um, it's the uh, Sean Eichhorst fork in the road of the series as uh, Nebraska and <laughs> Iowa will play earlier in November. And instead, we'll get uh, a nice manufactured Black Friday series with Minnesota and P.J. Fleck for two seasons. Yeah, turn up the tradition. That's what it's all about. Minnesota, Nebraska on Black Friday, baby. Woohoo! This is terrible. <laughs> I don't even... Ugh. It's here. And by the way, that's another home game. So the one positive spin... Get two Black Fridays, two in Black a row. Fridays in a row, baby. Yeah. So two Thanksgivings at home for the the Clauses, the Washettes, and the Callahan family. But other than that, um, not a lot of silver lining as this has built into a nice brand, a nice rivalry. And I know with Iowa and the conference, they consider Wisconsin their chief rival. But you could argue Nebraska is growing quickly into becoming right up there with them. Yeah. And, and Minnesota, obviously Minnesota, the 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 the, the, the Floyd. Rosedale. Yeah, Floyd Rosedale, the whatever. The pig. The, the, pigs. Pigs. the yeah, pig yeah. trophy. Yeah, I mean, uh, those other rivalries, I think, have obviously more tradition, uh, just been around longer and, you know, have more of a, um, a base around it. But what Nebraska and Iowa have is pure fan disdain. I mean, those two fan bases don't like anything about 
the other. Uh, and so I think it goes beyond just, uh, you know, the players and coaches on the field. This is one that resonates far more, I think, with the fans. Uh, and I think it's, that's what you get with just kind of the natural border, the only border rival Nebraska has in this conference. Um, and, you know, the fact that Iowa has dominated the series, I think, has kind of swayed Nebraska fans to look at this differently than maybe they did when they joined on, the conference. Nebraska, yeah. I mean, Pelini kind of toyed with Iowa, and then it led to – Sean Eichhorst making the comment, you know, we didn't even mm-hmm. care about Nebraska's win over Iowa or Pliny's win over Iowa because we had to look at where Iowa's program was. Then all of a sudden they got good the next four years. Yeah, and all of a sudden they've won, what, four, last four in a row and five of the last six. Uh, so, I mean, this has been kind of pure domination uh, by the Hawkeyes, and they've made sure that Nebraska fans hear about it as much as possible on social media or people people that live close to Iowa or in Iowa that, that go to work and have to hear from their coworkers every day. So this is one that I think that has just kind of organically developed I know they don't even sell their stadium out though. That's what's crazy. Iowa does not sell out games. But they beat Nebraska, and for Nebraska fans, that's that's where it, the line is. It's, it's it's an annoying rivalry, and one that, like I said, it was forced. I think to coming into the year where they made the, the trophy and all that. But I think when Iowa had the success, it did. It kind of turned. We stole all it, the hats at the. Yeah. At the <laughs> that's another story for off the air. It turned the conversation. <laughs> we took all the uh, heroes. Yeah, hats. turned the conversation <laughs> to uh, one where Nebraska actually had to look at Iowa differently. Well, yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's another team that Iowa hates more than Nebraska, and it's. I mean, I feel like that was before Nebraska even really got into the. Just Big read Ten. the message boards. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, they've always hated Nebraska, um, and, and they call and, us the Nebraska the nubs, the nubs, the noobs. And then, um, you know, of course, you you kind of look at how things started once Nebraska did get in the Big Ten, and and how you know basically Husker fans refused to call Iowa a rival. Um, and then the, I think that the tipping point was most definitely the I-Course comment about, you know, saying, well, we don't even really know where Iowa's program is at or whatever. And, um, and everything's kind of been downhill since that point in time. So, so yeah, this is a big game. Um, and I think after getting, after not only getting beat, but getting beat pretty, pretty good the last four years, uh, I think a lot of Husker fans have finally come around to embracing this rival, uh, and, and kind of. Uh, having having somewhat as much disdain for for the Hawkeyes as they have for the Huskers. Yeah, I've tried to define what the rivalry is, and I think a lot of it is the '80s and the '90s. Nebraska was a far superior program over Iowa, and they never played each other. And Nebraska kind of rubbed it in their face, like, "Oh yeah, you guys stink, and we're the national champions." And now Iowa, they think Nebraska still lives, obviously, in that past glory and. That annoys them, that annoys their media, that annoys everyone around the program, that they still talk about the past. And then Nebraska will fire back. You know, you act like you guys are on some historical high, but really Iowa, you know, hasn't. They've, they've played for one Rose Bowl recently under Ferentz and an Orange Bowl about seven, eight years ago, but they haven't really obviously won a conference championship or done anything at a really, really high level. And I think that's where Nebraska fans will get annoyed back. Like, you guys act like you're Ohio State or Michigan and you pump your chest because you've beaten Nebraska's three or four worst teams in, in modern day history. Yeah. And, and I think that's, again, what uh, has changed the whole dynamic of this thing. Whereas Nebraska for you know, going into joining the big 10 would have never even considered Iowa at their level. I mean, they were so far beyond or behind um, everything that, that Nebraska's program had accomplished that it wasn't even worth their time. It was a lot like, you know, Tom Osborne's comments about how Colorado desperately wanted to be Nebraska's rival, but you know, Nebraska always whipped Colorado and they won championships and, and did all these things that Colorado could only dream about. 
Well, now, you know, that uh, the playing field has been leveled a bit and Nebraska has been humbled in a major way and Iowa has completely dominated Colorado won a national title. I mean, in 90, 90, 91, 92, 93, Colorado was a top five team and they won a national championship. I mean, a little bit different there. I mean, Colorado elevated themselves. Tom Osborne said himself he never considered Colorado a rival. And McCartney, whatever, circled the the game in red and like uh, didn't allow anybody to wear red on campus. So, I mean... Yeah, Colorado did more than Iowa, but uh, they weren't even a blip on Tom Osborne's radar. You know, it was Oklahoma. That that was the deal. So uh, I, I think that what you know this this rivalry has become is you know Nebraska just desperately needs to to shut Iowa fans up because right now they have all the bra- bragging rights. Yeah, that's that's the the bottom line for Nebraska right now is is just shutting Iowa up and finding a way to to kind of to get this first notch in Scott Frost's belt when it comes to this series and, and then, you know, kind of keep things rolling from that point. So, you know, we'll see if it happens this I, Friday. If they if Nebraska wins Friday, I mean, you get the sense that it won't be so Nebraska nice for Iowa fans no. here because <laughs> it hasn't been very Nebraska nice in Niall Kinnick Stadium the last couple of times. A lot of, you know, people, I mean, they, they get just huffy and puffy and emotional about beating a bad Nebraska team. I mean, yeah, these, sure. these aren't even good Nebraska teams. I, I mean, they're okay teams, but – the Riley nine-win team when Tommy Armstrong couldn't even walk mm-hmm. and he played quarterback when he shouldn't have been playing. I mean, that, that they blew that team out. And, uh, man, I've never seen people so huffy-puffy excited and uh, about beating Nebraska. It's like uh, I'm sure Iowa will come up with some story about how they were mistreated or didn't Nebraska fans were mean or did something because that seems to be the, the trend where yeah. they find something to, <laughs> to pick at Nebraska about and – uh, it's kind of the story of the series over the last six years. And they they, they act like there's a big mutual respect. And I, I get it. Shenander played at Iowa for Ference or with Ference and then Brian. But you get the sense, Nate, there is something there with Brian Ference, Frost, and Shenander. I mean, those guys are all kind of the same age. And and there's a little bit of ego with those those coaches right there, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. they, they all have an ego. I mean, really, every coach has got somewhat of an ego. But, yeah, I feel like those guys are all young, confident guys, and, and they definitely have got an ego. And, um, and I mean, Ferentz – He's got the upper hand right now. Well, yeah, Brian Ferentz, he's got the upper hand, and, and he's not afraid to kind of – spout off and and say some things he was at midfield with frost and those players last year yeah. and they were kind of barking back and forth exactly and and he's made some some comments about the way nebraska recruits in the past and and things like that you know and um, digs at the pipeline yeah 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 digs at the pipeline i mean he's not afraid to kind of poke the bear a little bit and and uh you know i'm sure that's i mean that's another layer to this whole deal all right, well, when we come back, we're going to delve more into senior day, uh, talk offensive, and we're going to talk Luke McCaffrey. How do you get Luke McCaffrey involved in this game against Iowa? That's next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.